Hello and welcome, this is it. The biggest, wildest, most shocking Diceratops adventure ever. This is the conclusion of D&D Live, Pour Some Centaur On Me. This is a recording of our sellout live show at Bats Theatre Wellington on 28 November 2020. Our players are Stephen Youngblood as Randy Dwarf, Jared Baker as Fun Grothild, Tom Adams as Jackwick Gambleson and Jules Bergeser as Mascara Stormfire. Our heroes are guests at a Centaur Festival and Mascara has just discovered a worrying secret. A gigantic wicker man. Let's see what happens. I'm Morgan Davy, the Dungeon Master. Let's dungeon some dragons. Welcome back to DD Live! <laughs> and stuff's going on. So um, let us join our uh, our um, halfling, Jackwick, and our half orc <coughs> front as you are making your way up the hillside um, along with a whole bunch of centaurs towards where this great festival is going to happen. You can see up at the top that's where they're all gathering. Um, it's right where that cliff that I mentioned before, it's right next to the cliff, it drops down to the lake. So it's beautiful, very scenic. And um, as you're walking up, uh, Dr. Morbius is alongside you and he's saying, The kinds of questions I'm trying to answer are. How many belly buttons do centaurs have? <laughs> There's heaps here. We could, we could count them. Like, this this shouldn't be a difficult question. I'm sure they'll be fine talking about their people. Sir, hello. How many belly buttons do you have? The centaur who's um, riding past, he, um, he's got rippling abs, and he's, he looks down, and he says, One. There we go. Write that down, but Dr. Morbius. I theorize that there is a second hidden <coughs> belly button underneath. In the undercarriage. Mm-hmm. When a centaur falls pregnant, where's the bump? Did you ever think about that? Where's the bump on a horse? Well, I'm not a horse, so I can't answer. I would hope if you are studying centaurs that you have, in fact, studied a horse as well. well honestly, really stop bringing up horses. They don't like us. <laughs> 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 Sorry. So, um, Morbius uh, glances over his shoulder. Come on, come, students, come! And uh, all the other others kind of trudge after him up the hill, and you um, see the centaurs gathering. Velma is wearing the amulet. Um, her arms are out, and she's smiling happily as the centaurs get closer and closer. The, there's kind of a big stand of trees quite nearby, and um, there's kind of some activity on the edge of that. A few centaurs are moving behind it, but you can't really see what's going on behind there is um, you're not quite sure what happened to Randy and Mascara. Or maybe maybe as you walk a little bit closer, you are going to find out what happened to Mascara. Honestly, I, I, like, I think at this stage we've just stopped worrying about... Mascara just grabs the scruff on the both of you and you just fly backwards into the copse of bushes that she's sitting in. <laughs> Yoink! Uh, you don't want to go up there. Trust me on that. I'm very curious. Hmm? Yeah, what... A I mean, giant wicker man, very sacrifice-looking, uh, and it's a man, not a... There's no part of a horse. Neither Did, of us are men. That's right. Shaped. Because I'm not either, clearly. To be fair, how big were their feet? Well, I didn't stop to measure it. I came back to find you. Are you sure there was no horse bit in the, in the back? Definitely because, like, none. Because if you went sideways, like, what if you were straight forefront on? Oh, God. Oh. Look, well, look, we've all been through tedious religious ceremonies before. Like, it's not... <laughs> <the> <clears throat> Velma just... calls out, it is time to begin. Bring forth the wicker man. And then 
There are centaurs pulling the ropes attached to this trolley and emerging from behind the trees as this great wicker man has been pulled up the slope to the top of the hill where it stands and the centaurs gather around and look up and you look up as well. And Velma says, the wicker man has a resident. Where's Randy? No, I should have seen that coming. (laughs) Inside the wicker man is Randy. (laughs) You're tied up. Hi, guys. At least we know where he is now. You can, you can look down, you can, you can spot where these guys are off to the side, and you can see lots of centaurs, they're all looking up at you quite happily. Ah, uh, so this is what happened to all of the dwarves. So, um, so I guess I'm the guest of honour. Uh, I don't know if they can hear me. Um, hello! Randy's bunch. <laughs> okay, I'm part of the festival, this is cool. We're going to have to rescue him, aren't we? I made some nice friends, they, they, they put me in the wood, and they tied me up, and they put me in this thing, and now I think I'm going to be like, meet the unicorn god or something. Honestly, it's a whole, like... I think we might have to rescue them. <laughs> <laughs> Velma looks down at all of the centaurs. There's um, the swan dry centaur, there's Bingo the champion, there's the, the one who sold all the potatoes, there's a couple holding holding kittens. Guy. And Velma says, now... I will speak the chant and you say it after me. Here before the setting sun. Here before the setting sun. Centaurs gather, everyone. Centaurs gather, everyone. Our will is strong, our way is right. Our will is strong, our way is right. Our foes will meet our hooves tonight. Our foes will meet our hooves tonight. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> Trample them into the mud. Trample them into the mud. Crush their bones and drink their blood. Crush their bones and drink their blood. That took a turn. Mm-hmm. Now we hunt all through the night. Now we hunt all through the night. To feed the moon's great appetite. (laughs) To feed the moon's great appetite. And all of the centaurs turn towards the rising full moon. And as it falls down upon them, a change begins to come over the centaurs. Their fingers lengthen into claws. Their faces become muzzles. Their ears go pointy. They are... Centaur with werewolves. <laughs> and they begin to howl! We're centaurs. I've n- honestly know this is a new one for me. How nope, are we doing? Nope, yep. Okay, now I'm less worried about Randy and more worried about us. This does explain what happens if a werewolf bites a centaur, though. <laughs> does it depend where they bite it? What if the centaur... Like, yeah. Well, I don't know. Where's Dr. Morbius or whatever his name was? What would happen if a werewolf bit a mermaid? <laughs> we don't have time for this. Next episode. All right. <laughs> Dr. Morbius lurches into view. Under his vest is the fur of a werewolf. The arms of a werewolf. But from the waist down, he's just a guy. <laughs> <laughs> falls to one knee all of his, his students are staring at him at hor- in horror 
and Velma stands before everyone in her werewolf aspect and then points at the moon and says, the moon is hungry. And you look at the moon and the moon opens its jaws and its eyes spread and it begins to fall down to earth to feed. Throw the sacrifice into the moon's lake. And the centaurs begin to drag the wicked man containing Ricky, R- Ricky Randy. <laughs> oh, you are. I mean, if it's Ricky, I don't care. If it's Ricky, we're off. <laughs> down towards the, towards the cliff face. So you're uh, you're uh, you're tied up and you're getting winched towards a cliff face, Randy. Well, this is this is interesting. Good. Okay. Uh, what are the rest of you doing? Ah, oh, hell. Uh, I uh, cast uh, daylight um, <laughs> centered on the head of the wicker man. You are the worst. <laughs> You're like that player that everybody hates. Yeah. This premise you've got, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna, yeah, just nah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna count Moon Destroyer. All right. <laughs> you cast daylight. The head of the Wicker Man suddenly erupts with light. The light falls down upon the wolves, and the wolves all cower before it. And then they look up at the daylight. They realize that the moon's light is still falling upon them. They are still werewolves, but they are unsure what to do. They are frozen. The wicked man is not moving. In fact, the only thing moving in that moment is the moon coming closer and closer. And its moonbeams shine out, reflecting that sunlight brightly down. A moonbeam scoops up a werewolf, pulls it into the sky, and as it struggles, it feeds the werewolf into its enormous moon mouth. Um, we should just leave it to it then. Yeah, I think this is ah, good. This feels like a problem that might solve itself. <laughs> yeah. uh, Velma says, quickly, the sacrifice! And centaurs hiding their eyes, centaur werewolves, hiding their eyes, they keep trying to pull the wicker man towards the cliff. What do you do? Uh, Randy um, is tied up in like rope and chains and stuff, so... Um, uh, gets his hands and, and sort of like dislocates one shoulder <laughs> winces dislocates the other shoulder <laughs> but he's used to it now and then the chain sort of just like wriggle off but um he's now got two dislocated shoulders <laughs> um, oh no he's done the dislocating shoulder trick again uh, <laughs> have uh, a short rest for this all right that's it i'm going out there i can't leave him like this and uh, yeah, Mascara starts running full board towards the Wicker Man, mm-hmm. hand outstretched, uh, and is trying to cast Thunder Wave to push the Wicker Man away from the mouth, you cool. know? Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yep. All right. Um, hmm. <coughs> hmm. Give me a. Um, I think I want to make it an attack roll. Because uh-huh. What you're trying to do is. Yeah, like against yeah, the get yeah. The, get the Randy's gonna help. Yeah. Okay. So um, with 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 uh, the two shoulders dislocated, yeah. he, he sort of gets this sort of like moment of panic and calm at the same time. Yeah. And this strange um, shower of sparks erupts around him, um, from which he still hasn't worked out what's going on with that. But then. Um, a little fire starts. All right, so the weird magic that sometimes accompanies Randy is set you on fire. 
Okay. Yeah. Like look, he doesn't really know it's not helping. Okay. Cool. He just knows that sometimes his magic helps him. Sometimes. Well, you did. You did like preface that with Randy's helping. So it's dislocation magic. It's a real form. Okay. Um, how's your attack roll going then, Miss Guy? Yeah. So how does um, how does a, a two? A two. Okay. So what happens? is that the thunder wave strikes at the base of the wicker man and tips it forward and you fall the wicker man lands so the like the top half of it is now extending out over the cliff including the bit that you're in which is on fire so you're lying against you kind of are looking through burning wicker down at a big 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 drop towards the lake far yeah. below and the whole wicker man kind of sags underneath and there's the moonlight coming down on well, there's also daylight burning from the top of the wicker man so there's a lot going on right now um but let's um, see what's going ma- on mascara is running she does that she sees what happens yep. she turns to jackwick as she's running and going don't think i helped <laughs> jackwick. Uh, no i don't think he did uh, jackwick's um, running along uh, and uh, jackwick will um uh he'll take a blast at the because the, there's a couple of them pulling on the wicker man so he's gonna do two eldritch blasts to try and blast them away from the ropes mm. uh and that'll be a uh, 26 and a 14. 26 and a 14. Okay, they, they both get blasted. Um, I think they're both holding on to the ropes, but uh, they are pulled away. I think maybe what happens is as you blast at them, and they pull and yank a, the wicker man a little bit further back, so you're looking down at the at the bottom, and then suddenly you get yanked a bit closer to the, to the cliff face again, but you're still perilously over the edge, but uh, kind of within reach now, so that could be helpful. Could be helpful. Um, Fran, what's up with you? Okay, uh, I run out, ground my quarterstaff, pull my holy symbol <laughs> from my chest, and mutter a prayer to a god I'm not certain is real. <laughs> and uh, radiance of the dawn uh, erupts from Fran. So it's another sunlike <laughs> burst. Uh, uh, there's no magical darkness, but uh, nearby hostile creatures take 17 damage. Uh, half with a constitution save, uh, uh, DC 14. Okay, um, I think what happens is a bunch of werewolves near you are injured, and the ones that, it, like, none of them want to come near you, they all kind of fall back from you, and with their hungry, hunting eyes frenzied now as all of this is happening, they start looking around for prey that is going to be easier than you and they look past Dr. Morbius and they see all of Dr. Morbius's little students who have come out on this field trip with him and um, <laughs> their jaws start to slaver and they start running towards Dr. Morbius to leap, well not to, yeah, pass, to leap past Dr. Morbius I think to get at all of those those poor sweet innocent students who we, I didn't really describe them before they're just people they're abs not rippling so <laughs> but still there they still have abs uh, they are in possession of abs at present except well not that one he just got bit pretty bad oh. <laughs> oh, he goes down as a werewolf jumps on top of him another werewolf clears out another one um, so there is there is a frenzied assault that is happening and at the same time mascara you see a werewolf turn towards you he's wearing a swan dry and he comes closer um, he's gonna he's gonna have a oh he's not gonna manage to claw you like that he tries to claw you with his werewolf claws he doesn't do it what do you do uh duck right. <laughs> uh duck uh roll and pull out my crossbow and mm-hmm. fire it 
as I pull out of the roll. Okay, cool. Give me give me an attack roll. Okay. Um, Jack Quick, similarly, you are being targeted by a werewolf. Why did I roll so good before and I suck now? Your werewolf is, is he's not doing much to you either. He's kind of just failing. Jack was just staring at him. Yeah. Hello, sir. And then just puts his hand up and just fires to Eldritch Blasts directly to its face. Right. Um, with a 17 and a 17. Ah, this, this one falls back. So 13. 13? Okay, cool. Um, so these werewolves are getting hit. There's this big fight, this big battle that is happening. Uh, Franz played out some space. Randy, you're out in the... Uh, yeah. You know what, you know what situation you're in. <laughs> what do you do? Uh, Randy looks, looks around and sees... Um, the fight going on without him he's got his two dislocated shoulders and he's stuck in this wicker man <laughs> so he does the only thing Randy can do he pushes forward and leaps into the water leaps off the cliff alright and into the water Randy well maybe <laughs> he leaps out of the wicker man so let's, have a, let's have a strength roll that is 17 17 okay you Force yourself with your dislocated arms to bust through the wicker man with your head. The fire has weakened it enough that you plunge out and you fall. And as you tumble down towards the water, you look up and you see the giant orb of the moon, this feral moon, closing in on the wicker man and its jaws open. And it crunches down on the wicker man and then it crunches and it crunches and it crunches and the wicker man is just splinters there are splinters of wicker falling down as you hit the water hard you hit the water very very hard um hard enough to uh, relocate my shoulders <laughs> <laughs> you have to be falling backwards for that okay i want you to roll a 20 sided dice two times if one of them comes up 20 that shoulder goes in that was a nine okay that was a two. Nine, two. All right. So it just I makes think it in worse. that case, um, Randy take, butterflies. <laughs> uh, take twenty-seven points of damage, please, from your fall as you hit the water hard with your dislocated arms, and um, you uh, surface. You're quite near, um, quite near the little jetty, um, near little dwarf territory, looking up at the moon, which has turned evil. And um, is probably going to try and eat all of your friends any minute, I guess. But, Turned evil. Yeah, we'll come back to you very shortly. We've got three people at the top of the hill fighting off werewolves of various kinds. You've just seen the wicker man get eaten. You don't know that Randy's made it out of the air. I think you just think the moon ate Randy. What do you do? Jack Wick's going to run towards he goes. Oh, well, I mean, this is a little unorthodox, but I guess we're going to have to kill the moon now, or... This is the second thing that swallowed Randy, and... Not sure we can just kill this one, but let's try. And he's just going to run towards it, and, uh... He's going to, um... He's going to cast a mind spike on the moon. Right. Good. Okay. Does the moon get a saving throw? Yeah, the moon gets a wisdom saving throw. Alright. DC 15. Okay, the moon rolls a natural 20. Ah, of course, the moon. <laughs> Not the kind of thing that has neither a brain nor spikeable abilities. Well, I'm out of ideas. Fron, can, <laughs> can you get your god to kill the moon? <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> okay, um, Fron casts 
flaming spear, uh, but on the far side of the werewolves and brings it towards them, trying to guide them <laughs> to the moon. Ah, okay, so you're trying to herd the werewolves at the moon. Yeah, that's a good idea. Hmm, interesting. Okay, then. Um, let's, let's make it a... Hmm, let's make it a dexterity roll to manipulate this moon, this flaming sphere effectively to, to get a whole bunch of werewolves. <laughs> it's a two. It's a two. <laughs> All right. Right. And that would be the end. Just got mooned. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Um, okay. You get the flaming sphere rolling, and it collides with uh, the um, hot chips van. Yep. Which no! explodes. <laughs> there is a burst, a big burst of flame. A bunch of werewolves fall over, and like the flaming sphere is kind of messed up in this thing. The moon, the moon laughs. It sounds like that. <laughs> I guess uh, Mascara is sort of like tumbled to the ground trying to get away from this werewolf that was attacking her yeah. and sort of like hides down behind a piece of debris that's there right now and mm. then just draws her crossbow and goes well let's see if I can pierce the moon I guess like and just tries to shoot the moon alright shoot yeah. the moon oh nice okay so that's a 24 24 and if I'm doing from snake can I do my 20 yeah, I want to do that. Okay. If it does it. All right, so you, you hit the moon. Okay. Um, the moon, how, ma- okay, you how many hit points does the moon have? Well, I giant, wrote down, a giant I wrote frog down, had 84. I wrote down for bad moon. I wrote to a picture. Oh my god, it's bad moon arising. Yeah. Oh. The, so the bad moon has all the hit points and it has all minus 20. Okay? Good. Um, Jake was going to go. Well, how about we try... You're hungry then? Well, let's see how you like eating the Sea of Tranquility. And he uh, reaches up his hands and he's going to cast Hypnotic Pattern to freeze a whole bunch of uh, werewolves in place so that they basically are easy pickings for the hungry moon. Oh, Good night, moon. There we go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so they're all within a 30-foot cube must make a DC 15. And I'm going to assume stackable werewolf centaurs that there are hundreds in a 30-foot cube. You, you could probably get a good few dozen. Yeah. You stacked them like a Tetris. Because they're like little L pieces and they're great yeah. in Tetris. DC 15. So a whole a whole bunch of them, DC 15. Yep. Um, they yep. are, are basically charmed and incapacitated. They're, mm-hmm. they're, just, they're just looking at this kind of the pretty colours wow. out of space. Excellent. <laughs> the moon looms closer. It opens its mouth. The remnants of the daylight spell from the last bits of Wicked Man and it's in its mouth shine through its sharp sharp moon teeth as it devours these werewolves hungrily um the remaining werewolves are just running around in this absolute frenzy because the sacrifice has gone wrong the moon's gone crazy it's all gone pretty wild it's, it's just it's just werewolf fun times this is actually pretty middle of the way yeah, yeah. <laughs> basically another saturday night yeah, very much so um randy you're down the bottom you surface of the water um you're kind of relying on your feet to uh swim yep. and you get to the side of the lake drag yourself well, out well Rand- randy's using the excellent dwarven masonry of the jetty mm-hmm. to whack his shoulders back into place <laughs> first one then the other right good um now okay good. i guess I'm, yep okay <laughs> 
DM says, rocks fall, you get damage. Yeah. <laughs> worth, worth it, right? Yeah. These happen. Um, Randy is really strong, so he would have been smashing himself pretty hard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but also, Randy like sort of takes stock. Like, okay, got no armor, no weapons, no kittens. Uh, and Randy just follows the path to the dwarven, um, the dwarven path. Nice. Um, and like just plays it, plays a plays a hunch. Okay. You follow the path. I investigate the path, shall mm. we say? Well, you investigate it. You follow the path, investigating as you go. Mm-hmm. Don't even, don't even need to make a roll. No, actually, do make a roll. You sure? Because it's an roll. intelligence check. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it is Randy. Investigation-based intelligence check. As you. Four. Okay. Good. <laughs> okay. I, I'd like to say he rolled a five. <laughs> <laughs> so you you make your way along this old path, and. Um, you find your way to. I, you, I'm not. Can't give you anything extra when you roll a four, but you can see what is there, which is the entrance to an old dwarven silver mine that has been closed up and overgrown. So you see the entrance there. Um, yeah. Great. Good. I go in. Nice. <laughs> you step into the mine. We'll come back to you, I guess, or you can just emerge at a dramatic moment. So, um, up the top, Randy got eaten by the moon. Uh, the moon's eating a lot of werewolves. You're doing quite a good job of feeding it werewolves to keep, kind of, delay the situation. I think I heard it. Progress. I think I heard it, but I don't think I heard it a lot. Can I see Velma? Um, or the artist yes. formerly known as there Velma? she is. She's, yep, you She's can wearing see the amulet? She's wearing an amulet, yes. Okay. I cast fireball at the amulet. Mm. Right. Um, she makes a saving throw. Well, the amulet makes a saving throw, I guess, mm-hmm. and uh, fails pretty badly. So the fireball strikes on where Velma is uh, galloping, werewolf riding. There's a um, little <laughs> little student who's kind of frantically running away from this hungry werewolf and um, Velma just gets caught in this blast and throws her hands up and the amulet is just caught by the fire and the fire falls inside it because the magic that's associated with this amulet just intensifies things, it makes things bigger. The fire is caught inside the amulet and the amulet begins to glow and burn and glow and burn and the werewolf screams and pulls it off and throws it away and it falls into a big pile of other nearby werewolves and Jack, Jack looks and actually the ground. reach out and grab it with his mage hand. Oh, yeah. Excellent. Okay, give, give, me a, give me a saving throw as you do that. A dexterity roll. A dexterity roll. That's yeah. seven. So seven. Okay. I was going to say because Mascara was thinking exactly the same yeah. thing. Like so, both of our. I like to think both of our mage hands go out at the same time. Like freaky magical hands. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those. Like, and one of mine because mine's mine's invisible too, so right. you can't yeah. actually really see it. So it just smacks yours out the way as it does like a, a sixteen oh. to like nice. yeah. Cool. You catch the sizzling, hot, burning amulet and you hold it in your mage hand. Um, werewolves kind of scatter from it because it's too intense, but Velma's red werewolf eyes turn. She's all singed and messed up and broken. Um, she looks at you, front and starts galloping towards you. Ah! 
all right. <laughs> Three rays of fire uh, erupt from my hands. Uh, plus eight, plus eight, we go. Uh, so that is uh, twenty-one. Uh, a natural one. Um, <laughs> and uh, thirteen. Okay, so of those, um, two of them will strike, and I think given the with the fireball damage, that's um, probably going to be enough to mess her up pretty badly. But she closes in on you, and as the fire hits, she gets her jaws out and sinks them into your shoulder. It bites down pretty hard because she rolled a natural twenty. It's going to be doing thirty-two points of damage. Gee. Oh, oh uh, yeah, the healer. Yeah. All right. Um. So, okay, let's let's stay with our mage hands. What what are you doing? Mascara, give it to me. Uh, n- no. And she runs with her mage hand and just dives off the end of the cliff because it's hot. <laughs> so she's just like ah, and she just like dives into the water. And Jackwick follows. Yeah. Jack Jackwick wants to grab it and. Jack Wicket. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you dive into the water? Yeah. Alright. Um, down down you go, I guess. Give us a diving dexterity, no strength, I guess. Strength based roll. Strength? Or strength or dexterity, 13. To be honest. 13 is good. Athletics kind of works, but more. Five. Five. <laughs> okay. Jack Wicket belly flops. Alright. <laughs> with his feet, which is really unfortunate take, for a half take, um, a good. Uh, 12 points of damage away from your uh, uncomfortable landing into that water um, but you are clear of where the moon is very busy you've got this crazy crazy hot hot amulet yeah um, I'm swimming with it because I'm like no you're crazy enough I can protect you from this one <laughs> Fran you're all alone up on the top of the hill um, with a whole bunch of werewolves and a moon um, do not so, uh, sorry yeah um, in fact, I think as you uh, look over the smouldering wreckage of Velmer, you see various other werewolves forming a circle around you and closing in. Did we just and leave our healer? Yeah. yeah. We left our healer. Uh, he, he's not alone. Right. Because, <laughs> seems fine. Because uh, then you hear a laugh. <laughs> as Randy takes a pickaxe that he found from the silver mine and plunges it into one of the werewolves' heads. Ah, which nice. you should roll for. But you see Randy launching over the top of this wheel's head yep. as the pickaxe is removed from its skull because he rolled 24. <laughs> All right. So this pickaxe, of course, it, of course. Has, it has silver in it. Mm-hmm. Silver residue burns into the werewolf and it falls and erupts in this kind of bluish flame and then collapses into nothing. So, so what happens is Randy um, had launched you know, onto that werewolf's head with the pickaxe into his, into his brain and then used the momentum from that to uh, catapult onto another whilst not breaking eye contact with Frun. <laughs> Winks. And then launch, uh, stabs another one uh, but sort of uppercut this time um, for 24. Oh, nice. Wow. All right. Randy, so- Randy is naked. <laughs> <laughs> so Randy is naked. He has a pickaxe and a grin. Mascara is quite pleased she's not there. <laughs> no, she's not. 
<laughs> All right. Werewolves are falling left and right as Randy just tears into them. Uh, before I jump down to the bottom of the hill front, do you have anything to add to the situation? <laughs> yes. First of all, as a bonus action, yep. I am going to do this. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of healing applied. Very good. Uh, so, and, and then um, I will channel Divinity again. So it's, uh, so it's Radiance of the Dawn once more. Nearby hostile creatures take uh, 17 damage. Or uh, or half if mm-hmm. they um, if cool. they make a constitution save. Awesome. Um, there are numerous nearby werewolves that that perish. They've taken enough damage that they fall. Um, there are other werewolves kind of watching you. This is the second time you've shown that you have this horrible aura around you, and they just fall back. And you have this big circle now where Fran and Randy side by side are standing alone. There are werewolves nearby. Back to back. Randy is, is mm. back to back with Fran. Like yeah. Naked back. Naked back. <laughs> and, and bum. Yeah, I have one question. How rippling are your abs? <laughs> He's a hill dwarf. So not. <laughs> <laughs> and you are both silhouetted by this gigantic hungry grinning moon down below Jack with Mascara Mascara's just been swimming for the dock okay. uh, and then when she gets to the dock she's like scrambling because she's she wants like the mage hand still holding it and she's like talking to Jack who's probably still swimming behind her being like can't you feel it can't you hear it it's like it's like alive. Can't you feel it? And she's like scrambling for something. She sees the opening in the in the hill because obviously Randy's already been there and she just runs in straight through there. Yeah, looking for something like big enough, like a sizable rock to start smashing this thing. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Matilda, you know, you can trust me. There are a lot of things that don't really make a lot of sense about me, but one of the things that I do know is that uh, there isn't a lot of sense about me. And what if I put that in the stone? Nonsense. Absolute chaos. I mean, maybe, maybe if you do that at the same time as I smash it, and she's holding this like giant rock over her head, yeah. like. And so Jacob grabs it, holds it up with her, and okay. at the same time that she's going to smash it with yep. the rock, he's going to fire two eldritch blasts into the side of it. Right. To fill it with. Fill it with Jacobness. Just entropy. Okay. Pure entropy. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. Um, Let's see. We'll have a let's have a strength roll from you. Uh huh. Please, baby. Come on. All right, and Jack Wick, so Jack Wick reaches us in and he goes, Matilda, I trust you. Take it. And he gives her gu- gives her guidance. Okay. So she gets to add a D four. Ooh, nice. that means they get to nice my. Excellent. Okay, so a D four isn't going to save that because that's a three. I, I, I did say advantage. Oh, advantage. I did say advantage. Okay. Yes. Yes. Good. What's that? Please tell me that's a natural that's 20. A Is that a fucking natural 20? That's a crit. That's a 20. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> All right. At exactly the right moment, namely a few minutes before we are going to run out of time for our show, <laughs> a natural 20 arrives. The um, amulet just cracks and breaks and the fire erupts out of it. Both of you take... Um, 12 points of damage from erupting fire as it unleashes past you. Nice. Okay. And um, the amulet fills with... It fills with... The end of the universe. Very nice. 
Um, Just before it cracks. <laughs> I think I think what I need Decay. to do, it feels to me like we're heading towards a big climactic moment, but I, I feel like I need to let you guys set it up for me. What happens now? So Randy looks at Fran, looks at the chaos, looks at, um, sees down the hill, uh, Jaquick and uh, Matilda. Yeah. Um, looks down at... He's, Naked, looks back up front and then says to Ra- uh, Fran, It's time to kill the moon. And Randy runs straight to the moon's mouth, <laughs> launches head first into the moon's mouth, pickaxe, the guide in the way. All right. For what is my pickaxe bonus? Let's say four, uh, 16. 16. Okay. Um, well, I rolled 12. Okay, good. <laughs> nice. So, so I don't know. front, Randy turns from you. He runs towards the moon. The moon's enormous mouth is open and it's getting closer and closer and Randy's running towards it and he leaps up. And as he leaps up, the moon's moonbeams kind of gather him and guide him in, but he's not losing momentum from his leap as he flies towards the mouth, what do you what do you do? Werewolves are closing in on you. <laughs> I run after him and grab onto his legs <laughs> to try and prevent him from going. Into the okay, cool. So the two of you are kind of running up the hillside, and you can see Randy flying into the moon's mouth, and Fran also flying into the moon's mouth, holding onto Randy's legs. Um, that might be a good place to put this amulet, but they they, they didn't wait for you. So what do you do? What do you do? J- Jake goes, "Hey, you! There are bigger things in the universe than you, sir." And he holds up the two halves of the amulet, which have been fused to his hands because of the blast of fire. And he goes, "Come and get it!" And he just runs towards it as well and dives after Frun into the. <laughs> 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 and Mascara seeing all of this is like, I'm not letting you buggers die without me, and just starts running towards it too. Like, all right, so oh. the moon turns and the moon is flying down towards you as, the, as they go into the. Okay. <laughs> We're all swallowed inside the moon. Plane. All right, good. Okay, so you're all in the moon's mouth. Um, this is. The second time Randy's been in a creature's mouth today. First um, time for us. Yeah. First time for you guys. The moon's mighty jaws start to crush you. Its huge tongue flings you towards its sharp, sharp teeth. Uh, I have no idea what to do. I think what I need is for each of you to give me a give me a roll. You tell me what the roll is for, and you tell me if you succeed in doing it, and then we'll find out what happens. Let's start. Um, let's start with you, Mascara. You were last in, so first to roll. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I've been rolling like garbage lately. Um, so that's that's that's. Um, we're gonna say that this is uh, me firing my crossbow one last time mm-hmm. with everything I have yep. at the ambulance as well. Again, right? Like almost lighting it on fire as I fire through, saying. You will not take my friends from me. Nice. You know, like, doing that. But she only gets, like, an 11. Okay. <laughs> so, shrug. 
All right, um, so you're, you're offering great moral support in there as your crossbow like, lands in this moon's tongue, I guess, Jackwick. Uh, Jack, yeah. Jackwick looks inside, and he, he looks inside to that part of his, of his body where his soul would be but isn't, that kind of endless darkness, and he reaches out and he, and he goes, you don't know who I am, but right now I need to take out something that's just a little blip, just a tiny little blip, and if you could lend me some of your strength, sir, I would... I would greatly appreciate it. And he goes, and his whole, and his face just starts to darken and shadows pour out and his face tessellates and he's going to um, basically try and like, it, kind of use his presence as this kind of great old one uh, inside of him to try and intimidate the moon into just giving up and going away. All right. And he gets a 16. All right. So you're intimidating the moon. Intimidating the moon. <laughs> okay. All right, Fran. Um, your attempt to hold on to Randy has not succeeded, and you've, you're in a moon's mouth, and then your friends came too. So what are you, what are you doing? And We're give here us to. a roll and see how that contributes to our final situation. Okay. Uh, I am going to direct a fireball down the moon's gullet, like past my friends, but like to the right. Yeah, yep. the little dingly bit. Yeah, yeah. 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 To the, like um, to the <laughs> ventilation <laughs> tube. <laughs> Ventilation oh, that is five. Okay. Why are we rolling so badly? Excellent. So the fire spreads in the moon's mouth. Um, everyone lose ten hit points of fire moon. Randy, the moon, the moon's a bit intimidated. There's a crazy amulet full of darkness, and there's you with your silver axe, and I think it all comes down to you, Randy. Yes, it does. So here's what happens. Okay. <laughs> Randy looks down at his, at his uh, little silver axe. He looks at his friends fighting valiantly. He looks at Fran firing a fireball down the ventilation shaft of the moon. <laughs> looks at uh, Jack Wick calling out the old ones. And looks at m- Mascara. Oh my god, finally. <laughs> Shooting a crossbow bolt like only she can. Randy sighs, steals himself. Pulls out his portable hole, which he's been keeping very close. (laughs) Wow, I just got it. (laughs) Throws it at the feet of his friends so that they fall in. Runs towards the hole, picks it up and throws it outside of the moon's mouth so that they're safe. Launches himself down following the fireball to take out the moon from within. (laughs) All right. Um, You three, you see the hole, the portable hole spinning towards you, and one by one you fall in, into the hole, and then through its little circle you see the, the night sky, and you just land surrounded by centaur wolves you kind of poke your heads out of the hole there are centaur wolves everywhere but they are frozen still looking at the moon inside the moon's mouth the fire has just opened the space that these amulets full of darkness have tumbled through a crossbow bolt is jammed into the side and there is like a fissure, a weakness there 
and that is where Randy Dwarf strikes with his axe. The moon splits at that point. The amulet explodes into darkness and the moon dies. <laughs> Guys, we killed the moon. I, I feel like gravity is going to be a problem now. All, all of the werewolves will just perish in the end of the moon's power. They fall around. Um, Dr. Morbius kind of, he, because he was kind of only a half werewolf, he, he comes out of it and a couple of his remaining students come up and they embrace him and hug him and rub his abs and make sure that he's okay. But, but the three of you, you stand on the cliff and you look at the husk of dead moon as it floats away into the sky, broken, split asunder, a crack plainly visible. And there is no Randy. <laughs> Mascara literally like grabs like the nearest person. It's just like, how, how could he leave us? How could he leave us like that? I guess we've got to kill the moon again to get him back. <laughs> you think that doesn't make sense? We just fell out of the moon in a portable hole. I think we can do it. Guys, I think we've got bigger concerns right now. Like, am I a werewolf now? Yeah. <laughs> bigger concerns. <laughs> I just died. <laughs> She, Mascara slaps both of you across the face. <laughs> and it's just like, are you serious right now? What's oh, going to happen one day? Look at how he behaved. <laughs> <laughs> Two mouths. Two. You just hear this like, slight in the distance. Yeah. <laughs> Classic friend. <laughs> and on that note, we're going to end... <laughs> We are going to end. Pour some centaur on me. Can I have a huge round of applause for our players? We have Jared Baker, Tom Adams, Jules Ferguson, and there's Randy the Hell Dwarf, Stephen Youngblood. Thank you to Steve Woods on Light and Sound. I'm Milka David, Dungeon Master, we are Niceratops. Thank you for coming. Good night. This has been Diceratops Presents Pour Some Centaur On Me Part 2. What's next for Randy's Bunch with no Randy? You can find out in our upcoming D&D Live shows, which pick up right where this leaves off. D&D Live Don't Dream It's Ogre is on at the NZ Fringe Festival throughout March. Three shows on Saturday nights. There's a link in the show notes. Get your tickets. Big love to Jared, Tom, Jules and Stephen, our players. And the amazing D Woods for sound and music. D uses sound from Sword Coast Soundscapes. Find soundtracks for your games on the Sword Coast Soundscapes YouTube channel. And from Sirenscape, because epic games need epic game sounds. Find more at sirenscape.com. Full details on sounds used in the show notes. Many thanks to Jared Baker, who recorded the show and all our shows. Follow us on all the social medias at DiceratopsNZ and sign up for our email newsletter at DiceratopsNZ.wordpress.com. 
And if you like what we're doing, tell other people to give us a try. We really like that. I am Morgan Davey. We are Diceratops. We love games and our shows are for everyone. Thanks, Randy. <laughs>